It's Talking Twins and more with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. It's Talking Twins and more, a multiple birth podcast with myself, Nix, and joining me, my co-host from twinfo.com.au, Naomi Dolan. Hello, how are you? Hello, Nikki. I am very well. Another week. I know, another week. And, well, at the moment the sun is shining. I don't know what it's like at your place, but uh, I we're, we're still in midwinter at the moment when we're recording this one, and I'm over it. <laughs> I'm ready for some warmth. Whereas we were just saying literally yesterday how warm this winter has been for us. I mean, I'm in Brisbane, so uh, but I did see my hometown of Armidale. It was minus seven last night, so um, it's 27 degrees here today. Um, oh, <laughs> like, oh, rub it in. I can't even get north to the border now anyway. No, I know. <laughs> and they were um, minus seven with the you know, it last night in Armidale, and I think uh, we were, you know, our minimum was 12 or something. So. I think we were minus three last <sighs> night, and I got oh. up and literally my car was coated in ice, and I think it finally melted about 10.30 this morning. It was oh that icy cold, and I've just reached that point where I just really, really want to get warm. Oh, that's terrible. I, ca- I can't, I just can't imagine that cold anymore. I, um... I mean, I love where I grew up and everything, but I just could never go back because of the weather. Yeah, it it gets to you. It eats away at you. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that, but one thing that you do need to be worried about in one of the things we are talking about is weather uh, because we're talking about prams today. That is correct. And, yes, um, the the weather and prams was something that I put an awful lot of thought into, and um, I'll share with you what I never used. <laughs> All right, we'll do it next. It's Talking Twins and More. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au. Naomi, this week we're talking all about prams, which is a very, it's probably something you talk about so often before and even after you have your bubs. Absolutely. I think um, prams, it's, well, it, it's your lifeline to the outdoor world mm-hmm. when you've got multiple Mm-hmm. It is. You're exactly right. And I think it You've can You've got be, to get it right. You, you do. And I think it can also be one of the hardest things. Well, I found it one of the hardest things to decide on. I think as well, um, particularly, and I don't know if you agree with this, but because I was the first time parent, I had no idea. Mm. Yeah. That's a so, really good point. Like, What yeah. are you looking for safety-wise, size-wise, all those things? And it's just kind of very overwhelming. Well, I had no idea. I mean, I barely pushed one. Um so I, you know, and but I knew I needed storage. I knew I needed this. I knew I needed that. Um, but yeah, it was there was a, a lot of Google research happening when you have no idea what you're doing. So, what process did you go through, to, and then how did you decide what you wanted in a pram? Because everybody's so different. They are indeed. Now, um, I wanted something that was going to be fairly stable because. We live within walking distance to our local shopping centre. However, it is across a park. Um, there are paths and things, um, but, yeah, it, it, it's actually quicker to walk to my local shops than it is to drive because you have to cross a creek. Mm. Um, there's a little bridge. but So I wanted something that was going to, you know, I mean, I wasn't going mountain climbing with it or anything, <laughs> but I needed something that was going to get me Durable. across to the park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and and down down the hill and everything like that. Um, so I ended up. I also wanted to be able to fit everywhere. 
so we ended up going as one of the inline prams, like the limo style ones, where one's in front of the other. Yep. Okay. Um, yep. The longer ones. Yes, the longer ones, as opposed to having the side by side. Um, and look, I've got no regrets. I mean, I, I actually never really owned a side by side, so um, I, I, I guess. Yeah, I was happy with our pram. We ended up with the Baby Jogger City Select. Um, it had massive storage underneath, mm. huge storage baskets, which was fabulous. Um, and I really loved how I could have both babies facing me or, you know, one facing me, one facing away, um, them facing in. Uh, it was quite sort of I could change it around, mix it up, depending on how they were getting along on the day, how I was feeling about them. And um, Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's a really good point because being able to change it, like they say, it you know helps the baby stimulation, what they're looking at, or helps them sleep if you're going out for that sleep. So being able to change those directions around would have been great. Yeah, for me it was. Um, and for me, the other thing I wanted was uh, um, it, it's a, a, a travel system, I think they call it. Um, I wanted to be able to have the capsule from the car that clipped into oh. it. So you went capsules because we had endless debates about this and at the end of the day we just decided that um, I guess, you know, trying to, were, were we going to buy two capsules? Were they going to last that long? So we didn't do capsules. Did you find it easy with the two? Because I always thought that the logistics of having two capsules would be a nightmare. I know. Um, it, was, it worked out really well for us. Um, we hired them. We didn't buy them. Um, and I'd highly recommend that oh. as well. You only use them for a short time. Um, you get, you know, they were brand yeah, new. Yeah, good point. Um, for us, um, we had, and yeah, they just clicked straight out of the car and into the pram. It really just helped me get ready in the mornings and things like that. Like mm-hmm. I could pop them into the capsule while I was doing the last minute things, or if I knew they were going to probably fall asleep, I could put them into the capsule a little bit early. Um, I mean, you're not meant to leave babies in capsules for a long time, but if it was long enough just for me to get myself organised and everything like that. If mm. they were happy, I would just pop them in so I could get out. Um, and also we live, um, we have quite a few stairs to get up to our front door. Um, so I actually felt a little bit safer having them strapped into the capsule to go up and down the stairs. Mm. Um, I don't. Well, I don't know if, you know, just if I ever did drop them, I figured they'd sort of be protected by the capsules. We only had a couple of stairs and I always felt a little bit nervous walking up and down them in case I slipped or something like that. And you just, mm. there is always that, and I've talked about this in bathing episodes before, but that, that nervousness of dropping, particularly when they're tiny and they're preemie and you're like, oh my goodness, I don't want it, you know, don't want it to slip out sort of thing. Absolutely, <laughs> for sure. Oh my gosh. But I tell you, those capsules were amazing. Um, the day I returned them, I did the most ridiculous thing. I had three or four places to go to. For yeah. some reason, I decided to return the capsules first. <laughs> and then when I got home, then I had to go to the chemist and I had to go to the supermarket. I had to get in and out of the car a few times. I actually sat in the chemist car park and cried. Oh my I goodness. thought, how am I going to do this? I've got to put the pram up each time. I've got to get the baby out of the car seat. They were asleep. I had to wake them up to put them into the pram, and I just—I thought I'm, I'm never going to be able to leave the house again. <laughs> See, I can relate to that because that's what I had right from word go. But I must admit, my boys were always pretty good. The one time that they 
didn't wake up seemed to be when I transferred them from the card to the pram because they were terrible sleepers. But I do remember the logistical nightmare of getting them to the car and the house we were living in when the babies were first born. Um, we did have some front door steps and it would kind of be this, you'd have to leave one inside, usually strapped in his swing, not moving, but unable to go anywhere or in his cot and then race one down but trying to keep an eye on one and then and then race down and get the other. I don't even know if that's legal but that's what I did. <laughs> well, that was the other thing with the capsules. I figured then I could just carry them both together. Yeah, yeah. See, in hindsight, I wish I'd done that but, see, I didn't know. And that's you again, don't know. But it also yeah. a really good point. And, again, so much you've learned since, since doing this podcast. I mean, I didn't know you could hire them. Nobody ever mentioned that to me. No, I must say, um, I didn't realise either. It just came in passing that somebody had said that to me. Um, and that, so that's one thing I've got on Twinfo is a directory of places, you know, where you can hire mm. baby equipment like that from. Um, so and helpful. just little things, like even if you just go on a holiday, yeah. rather than take your pram, your car seats, everything like that, there's, um, air, there's, you can hire them and they'll just meet you at the airport with them. See, again, something I didn't know because our pram actually got really damaged when we did go to Hawaii. Um, it kind of just got a little bit trashed in the in the whole hold of the aeroplane and yeah, had I known you could have rented one, that would have been easier. Yeah, for sure. I've seen, I've been behind the scenes. I think it was um, at the Brisbane airport at the Qantas um, baggage area. I've seen how they treat <laughs> <laughs> There's no they way I can send my pram through it. They don't care. Well, that explains why mine got completely busted. Uh, we actually had one of those on top of it and underneath ones. So we had um, sort of the tower system. It was a Britax, Britax, whichever way you say it, um, pram. And we had one, it basically it was a, a single pram and then it had a connection on top. And it was really stable, which I looked at a couple like that. Because, again, I wanted something that was going to be able – my one criteria was having something that was going to get into a cafe so I could feel I could get a cup of coffee without taking every chair and table and being that one person who was, oh, there's a wide load coming through. Well, that's very considerate of you. I never wanted to be that labelled, oh, here comes a white load. <laughs> I just had this, this thing and I think I got it from my dad. And so we went the untop and underneath. So one, unfortunately, was always sort of facing away from, well, not facing away from you, but underneath the other. So you could only see physically see one at a time. I mean, you knew the baby was there, but one was pra- like strapped in the bottom and one was strapped on top. And um, so I used to rotate them. So again, they could get different stimulations and different um, you know, chats. And, and that one worked really well for us. It did get damaged, as I said, when we did fly. And we actually then changed when the boys were about 12 months to more of the, the jogger three-wheel um, side-by-side. And I actually <laughs> debunked everything about my wide load and I went a wide load. <laughs> so I changed. I bought a second pram. You did. A lot of people buy yeah. a lot of prams because if it's, if it doesn't meet your circumstances or your situation or you need it to do something, well, you need it to do that thing. That was the thing. And I absolutely loved our pram, the up and up, up and top and bottom one, so to speak. I really loved that pram. It was so easy to collapse. The second one we had was an absolute bloody nightmare and it had this wheel, that this front wheel that you had to physically take off and I hated it. I actually oh. used to leave it semi 
put up in the back of the car as much as I could or on the front porch because I just couldn't get it up and down. It was very heavy. I can't, for the life of me, I can't remember the brand, um, but it was it was good sort of down the street, you know, pushing the boys, but I needed to upgrade because the one thing about the up and like the top and bottom one was while it was very stable while they were little, once they started to get heavier and serious weights because my boys, they sort of stayed that well underweight until about six months and then they just chugged it on and they just grew exponentially. Now they're like tall for their age and big for their age. Um, so once they got to those heavier weights, it wasn't as stable. And I didn't feel as confident with it. Yeah, right. That makes That's fair enough. Mm. Yeah. So that's why I made the change. And as I said, like I was quite happy with the other one. But I also got ever- heaps of punctures, heaps of tyres. Like, why do they not put on brams the tyres that don't puncture? Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I ever got a puncture. punctures. You would, probably depends on the types of tyres you have, but the um, ones that we had on this second pram were just like those sporty ones, like bike tyres. And um, where we live in the country, we've got lots of bindies, and they just seem to absolutely cause havoc with my pram. So I was always oh. repla- getting Chris to replace inner tubes and having to repump it and, and stomping around the town going, my bloody wheels have deflated again. <laughs> oh, that's annoying. Yeah, it was really annoying. It was really annoying. And did you ever find somewhere where you couldn't fit through a, a doorway or a, the you know the aisle at, at Coles or whatever, um, the, the checkout with it? The aisles were fine. Um, there were a couple of doorways where you sort of be like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to get in here, particularly if there was a step going into it and you had to go up the step. It was very bulky. And again, I didn't particularly, as I said, I didn't particularly enjoy that pram at all, but it served a purpose. And as the yeah, boys were sure. getting older, it was it was really convenient to push and it was a very easy to push pram because of the wheel structure and, and the shape of it. So, uh, you know, I think it's really hard when you have multiples because there's so many downsides to having those twin prams um you know you either do have the stability or the length or the width and something's going to give absolutely um i remember the first time um because the seats used to lie down so uh so they were not full uh bassinets but almost flat and when they were the seats were lying down it made it even longer and um I actually had to be careful if I was walking up to a traffic light to press, you know, to get the walkie man, that I didn't push the pram out onto the road as I pressed the the button to, you know, to get the green man. You should have put like a little Um, warning flag at the end, you know, how like, you know, those big wide loads or long loads when you see on the roads with those warning flags, you needed one of those on the end. Well, it's really dangerous because you don't think about it. You just walk up to the traffic yeah. light to press the button and yeah. your pram's actually hanging out onto the middle of the road. Oh, um, and then I, I remember saying, I think it was my mum, I was like, oh, just be careful because it's really long. And we were down, just down at our local shopping centre. She's like, oh, we're right, you know, proud grandmother pushing the pram around. And she just was taking out people left, right and centre when she tried to turn a corner and stuff because <laughs> she just didn't realise how long it was in front. <laughs> Oh, um, it was hilarious. funny. I think we've yeah. all been there. We've all been there where you, you, you're in the car park and for some reason it won't go together that particular point in time or something won't click in and you're frustrated. And uh, I tell you, one of the things that we got um, when you talk about add-ons, we got one of those um, cup holders and little coin holder things that just clips over the, um, the, the handlebars 
Oh, yeah, the caddy. Yeah, and they are that was worth its weight in gold. I absolutely loved that. You know, going for a walk, you could have a bottle of water. Uh, Chris liked to put his beer there. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) It was just a constant beer holder for him (laughs) when he used to – mind you, he used to (laughs) – Probably not like me saying this, but anyway, he used to every so often take the boys for an afternoon stroll and his afternoon stroll would be to the bottle shop to replace the beer and walk back again. And I remember him being so cranky if if it was too late, like the boys were unsettled and he went too late and missed the bottle shop by like three minutes. I'm like, wow. Oh, no. (laughs) So he had to have the beer holder. So there you go. Oh. And um, where did you get your prance from? Like, did you go to the baby shops and be completely overwhelmed like I was? It's funny to mention that. So, yeah, it was one of the first things that we actually looked at getting. And I think that's probably a budget thing. Like, you know, prams are expensive, car seats are expensive, all of those sorts of things. And while you had two incomes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we wanted to get those key essentials ticked off the box. You know, the things you literally can't live without. You know, you can buy cheap clothes or borrow or get them at the markets or they can be donated. But, you know, a good solid pram and a good set of car seats were the top of our priority. So I think it was the first thing we started looking for. And we were in Sydney visiting my dad and we walked into the baby shop. And I kid you not, we started looking around and I couldn't see any twin pramps. I couldn't find any anywhere. So then we started asking around and the lady's like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll get one off the shelf and we'll go and show you and blah, blah, blah. And as she started putting it together and I just, it was just blowing, overwhelming my mind and I think we're probably about – 15 or 16 weeks, we'd, we'd waited that little bit extra longer to make sure that everything was okay, just started telling people, probably overwhelmed by the whole thing anyway, and I literally just broke down and sat on the floor and started crying. Oh, no. <laughs> I bawled my eyes out, and Chris has looked at me and said, now might be a good time to go and get a cup of tea. <laughs> I'm like, I can't Aww. do this. I just, I don't even know how to put these together. I don't know what I'm going to do. And, and like, how do you hold one and put the other one in and all this stuff? And this poor lady was looking at me going, oh, wow. And I'm like, was so overwhelmed, like just bawling my eyes out hysterically over prams. <laughs> oh, but it's genuine. I mean, it's the fear of all of that stuff. How do you? hold one baby while trying to get the other baby into the pram. You know, like it's such a logistical nightmare. And I think it's fair to say, and you probably agree with me, for anybody listening to this podcast who hasn't yet had their multiples, it is amazing how quickly you work it out yourself. You really do. It is. You get your systems, you work out how to do it, you work out how to juggle those two. I can't comment on three or four, but I can comment on two and boy, does your brain just work it out so quickly it's amazing yeah it's great isn't it though yeah yeah what about you were you overwhelmed did you cry please tell me i'm not the only person who bawled my eyes out over a pram (laughs) i'm sure the shopkeepers must be used to dealing with a hormonal bunch of women and um can i just say i did not buy my pram there i just did my research and went home i just couldn't and i ended up buying at a completely different baby shop and just you know a lot calmer i did my research then online and was a lot more was a lot i guess better prepared and i was fine i did not cry that when i actually purchased it but that first time looking oh man i lost it i must say um i was quite overwhelmed and now i mean i was this is a long time ago because i mean i was coming up to well, they, my my two just turned nine, so this was nearly ten years ago. Um, there weren't nearly as many twin prams on the market as there are now. I think now the overwhelm of twin prams would be 
you know, a lot harder to make a decision. For me, I only had, you know, five or six I could choose from Mm. and that's all there was. So, you know, I kind of did the pros and cons on all of them and and we sort of decided on what we were going to get. But one thing that um, was a bit different for me was when mine were the US dollar, we could get, I think it was like a dollar twelve. Um, for the exchange rate, and I think now, the other day, I, I, it's down to like 73 cents or something. So it was far cheaper for me to buy my pram in America and get it shipped out. Really? Yeah. So um, loads of people were doing it. It was all over all the baby forums and everything like that. Um, so I actually got mine from America for, I, I think I got the other seat plus the snack trays and the parent console and everything like that um, for cheaper than I would have just got the single pram here. Wow. And that included the postage. Oh, plus it was the that year's model, which we wouldn't have gotten in Australia until, you know, for another nine months or something for some wow. reason. So um, never thought so of that either. I never I thought of shopping overseas. Well, well, it was on the. Uh, it was only from you know the the baby forums that I was on mm. um, that people were all talking about it. So I actually ordered our pram, yeah, from America, and got all the accessories and everything like that. Um, you know, we got the rain covers, the snack trays, and everything, um, and basically didn't have to pay for any of that if, compared to if I bought it in Australia. That is such um, a good deal. Holy yeah, darling. well, yeah. But, Were I you mean, nervous it wouldn't turn up? I'd be sitting there I'm waiting so going, nervous. well, I've made all this money. What if it doesn't come? <laughs> well, it came in a couple of boxes because the separate oh, yeah, seat course. came in at a separate box and everything and only part of it turned up. And oh, I thought, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? But it turned up the following day. Oh, thank but, um, <laughs> I was a bit like, ah. Um, but, yeah, when you were talking about before and I said, oh, there's something, I did, those rain covers. Oh. oh, my gosh. Yes. Thankfully, I only ever once, I tried to use them once. Yeah. And it was just a nightmare. And it was um, it was only raining lightly. And I thought, oh, I've got these rain covers. I'll use them. And I put them on and they just fogged the babies up yep. inside. Yep. And um, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to smother them in yep. there. And they bo- like they get really, really hot too. Um, we only used ours once as well. And my biggest thing was the the baby seemed to because they're so sweaty and because of the moisture I was so worried that the boys were getting really really hot and gonna pass out or something yeah I did not like them either no they're weird I'd rather they just got a bit wet so I sort of yeah I, I didn't use them again <laughs> I, yeah I didn't use mine either and I, I think I threw them out like before I even threw the pram out like they were just same thing I did not like the fogginess but I can give you a little tip on how to work around it and this was by accident uh as I said we went to Hawaii when the boys were six we took our pram with us we got caught in the tail end of a hurricane oh no between we would we'd been having like a cocktail by the beach and we would like I don't know five blocks down from our hotel, and they kept telling us there's a hurricane coming. We're like, yeah, whatever. It's going to be fine. We've got plenty of time to get back. And then, bang, it just hit like that. And we were like, okay, it's like torrential rain. How on earth are we going to get our kids back? We don't have an umbrella. We don't have anything. So we we bolted into this shopping centre across the road and we bought like every $5 towel we could get our hands on, every Finding Nemo towel that we could get, and we layered them across the pram and just started running down 
down the street in this torrential rain to try and get back to our hotel and protect this pram with these boys in that were only six months old. And I was so worried. I'm like, they're going to be drenched. They're going to get sick. They're going to catch a cold. We finally got to this cab rank. We're like, let's just get a taxi. We've managed to somehow manoeuvre this whole, like we didn't take the pram apart. We didn't do anything. We just lifted it into this maxi taxi in Hawaii. We sat down. We're like, okay, we made a taxi. We can now get to our hotel. The guys looked at us and he's like, where are you going? We're like, whatever hotel he was. And he's going, are you sure? And we're like, yeah. And he literally drove around the block and we were there. And we're like, oh, no. Okay, righto. <laughs> so we, we gave him like 20 bucks for like a $2 trip and we, we got these soaking wet towels. But it worked. It actually worked. The pram was pretty dry. The boys were fine. Oh, the things you do, huh? I know, right? The so there you go. You They're even hurricane-proof, some of those brands. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, I'd love That's to hear funny. from other people. Yeah, what pram did you have? What did you like about it? What did you absolutely hate about it? How many prams did you own? Um, you know, anything pram-related that would help um, a new family looking at prams? Um, any good deals that you know about? Um, head to our Facebook page, Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast, and we'll share it with our with our followers. Absolutely. And that's it for the week. It is. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week with something. I'm not quite sure what we'll be talking about <laughs> next week. We always just wing know, it. <laughs> we do wing it. But that's life with multiples, isn't it? It is indeed. It's Talking Twins and More. Catch you next time. It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and nickyainley.com.